episode 25 of the Super Weapon Podcast. This is your boy, Darius the Artist. I got my dude, DC, with me as usual. What the f*** is going on, man? Well, well, well. It's the return of me here oh, well, doing well. this with the great Darius the Artist. Is that how I'm going to announce it now? Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe sound I like some mystic magician or something. Maybe you are, man. Could be. Man, well, <laughs> hello guys. We've had a, uh, we've got quite a week, man. We've had quite a week. Um, welcome back to Saturdays, first of all. Um, the podcast will be back on Saturdays for our older listeners. They know we started on Saturdays. Um, and due to some scheduling with my job, I ha- we are currently going to be back Saturdays for the time being at 12 p.m. Spread the word. I'm still going to be in the same place, twitch.tv slash there's the artist. Um, I just kind of wanted to get that out of the way. We appreciate you guys being so accommodating for, you know, life, unfortunately, getting in the way sometimes. But we're here nonetheless, man, and we're going to be here every week. So, no matter the day. DC, how you been, man? What's, uh, what's been going on with you, man? How's your week? <laughs> well, how the hell are you? Um, let's see. Wait, I'm trying all these new different voices. It's not working. But anyway. <laughs> um, uh, how was my week? My week went... Well, oh yeah. Well, I will say this. I am detoxing, and it, it's making me an animal. I've Jesus Christ. Going. I've had nothing but dream smoothies for the last five days. Wow. How's that been First going, two man? days were actually a nightmare i wanted good i wanted to beat everything but um, that, that hunger actually, that hunger getting to you man like is this your first time no, doing I'm a detox now the first two days yeah okay and all that mystical stuff that people talk about like oh you get focused and all this uh first couple of days i thought that was bs i was just hungry that was the only thing i was focused on yeah um but now, honestly, in all actuality, you start to – I don't want to make it seem like you're on this mystical voyage and all this <laughs> stuff. Um, you do really start to think about certain things. Like I've started to think about my eating patterns and why I eat so much, which really? is weird. Because now I feel like I eat so much, and it doesn't have to do with anything besides me. Like It really doesn't have to do with – hunger it's weird you start looking at that like I, I eat to celebrate i eat when i'm mad i eat when i'm happy like you start looking at stuff like man do i just really be eating to be eating ah uh, so you so it's them. it's kind of a weird experience because my appetite has went down actually uh i'm gonna have a smoothie after the show i was gonna do one before the show but okay. um i was trying to be considerate of my neighbors because my blender is hella loud and these walls are kind of thin, so ah, that's, yeah, that's you, been man. my life for this week. That's awesome. been my life for this week, man. I was uh, nothing really exciting, guys. Sorry. Has PC gaming been treating you pretty well, man? Um, gaming, gaming is great, man. Um, I jumped back into Ghost because I got preoccupied with uh PC gaming. Uh, I've been on the Destiny train, <laughs> uh, grinding some light levels here. Uh, with my good old Hunter. But um, yesterday, I got a good, I played a good chunk of Ghost. I'm looking for some legendary armor and yeah. whatnot. I'm probably going to play it tonight. 
uh, once I settle down, everything settles down, and I'm definitely going to play tomorrow. My whole focus is pretty much finishing Ghost. Yeah, I just finished it hey, myself, Jonathan. man. What's up, man? Yeah, hey, what's going on, Jonathan, by the way, man? Uh, if you guys are listening to this podcast, the audio version, we do a live recording every now, every Saturday at 12. Uh, appreciate you guys for stopping by. What's up, my dude? How you doing? Um, but that's good, man. Yeah, I just finished Ghost myself um, a couple of days ago, man. I do want to... I when when you get finished, I do want to uh, spend some time to talk about that game. Because, um, I plan on doing it this week, man. So we can have maybe we can talk about it on next pod. That's so, cool, man. Yeah, if we can um, do that, that'd be awesome, man. Um, my goodness, guys, what a episode, man. Um, we had some major news come down the pipeline this week. <laughs> oh boy. Um, There's been some slow news weeks, but I think this one kind of made up for it. Jesus, man. Yeah. What's going on? Um, Shaking the bacon in the gaming industry. Definitely a lot has changed um, since the last episode we recorded. Um, and we're just going to start off with the biggest news of the week, and that is Halo Infinite being delayed until 2021. Uh, used to be flagship title. For the Xbox Series X has been delayed. Um, I honestly, I think it's in part to a lot of a lot of the criticism that the game got when it got shown. And I honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they were already planning this in the first place. But before we get into all of that, DC, what, what, what the heck, man? How, how does this? How you feel about this? Oh man, they're they're <laughs> screwed. <laughs> oh, let me tell you something. Man, I mean, I'm, you know what? I'm tired of sugarcoating stuff around here, man. Hey, they are screwed, all right? I mean, because if you think about it, right? Man, I mean, what else do they have to kind of build up a hype of getting a system that you can get games on PC for? There's really no rush to kind of... You know, it's, buy a, it, it's a buzzkill because, yeah, it's not really like a hype to really get one now. Even though I think Halo was, you could play Halo on a PC, right? Oh, that was um, exclusive. Now game. you can. Master Chief Collection, I think, just recently launched. On, no, I'm talking uh, about that one. When that one, when uh, Infinite was going to come out, was uh, it? Yeah, like it was going to be a PC. And PC. Yeah, it was going to be PC. Okay, so scratch that comment, man, because I thought it was just for the Xbox. No, okay, no, well, it's going to be PC. But still, even I, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I've been rooting for the Xbox because I'm a what they call it X bot or whatever. <laughs> uh, I don't know. But <laughs> I've been rooting for the Xbox. To oh my so goodness! I, my heart gets. You know what? They remind me of my Detroit Lions, but that's another story. Okay, look. I've been rooting for y'all to win for so long, and I'm just getting tired. I don't know what they're doing over there. I don't really get their function right now i'm just confused i'm tired and i'm like with uh, with the the delay of halo which was kind of be it was going to be the highlight of my holiday season me personally yeah man i it just took the wind out of my cell man i don't know how to feel i haven't even registered my thoughts on it i'm just like you're still kind of you're still kind of like shocked by it right yeah yeah, I just, because they had, if you think about it, they've been silent and they had so much time from Halo 5. What, they had yeah, years? five years. It's been five years since Halo 5. You know, the, the, the thing that gets me about all of this, 
Um, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. Um, since I've, you know, and I want to kind of like preface this and say I'm not, you know, I have all the systems. Um, I play games everywhere. And, you know, for them to have, for all the messaging and marketing and all the good, good that they've done, I'll say over the last year for uh, getting people hyped for the Series X, I honestly feel like it was undone by this one announcement. And that's incredibly unfortunate. Um, you know, they spend a lot of time, you know, for I think I want to say for like the last year or two, hyping this game up, saying it's going to be Series X um, flagship title, day one release. Um, and I, I, I was not, I mean, if you go back and listen to a couple of episodes when me and DC were talking, um, I think I believe, um, I said that I, there was no chance they were going to fucking delay this game, man. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I, I'm sitting here with egg on my face because, you know, but, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but on the other side, you know, if you look at it like this, you know, just like we were, just like you were saying, right? It's been five years since uh, Halo Five launched, and if this game would have came out of the gate and been received poorly, if it would have had bugs or the visuals weren't up to snuff, then Microsoft, I, I, you know, I kind of want to play devil's advocate and say that Microsoft would be worse off than just not releasing it. You know? um, yeah, I, I really do feel like they would have taken a bigger you know, a bigger blow in the short term than releasing it. I mean, because, I mean, how many games this year have been delayed at this point? You know, because of one reason or another. Every last one of Pretty them much every say? AAA game has been delayed by some, you know, slight margin. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm okay with it. If this is going to, if this is what it's going to take to put Halo back in people's, <sighs> Front, you know, front or rear view mirror, then I'm all for it. Right. You know, but he, and here we, you have to think too, right? Like, when next year do we think this is going to come out? I think it's either going to come out in the first three months or the last three months. I don't think it's going to come out any time in between that. Hey, man, I'm going to be frank. It better be in April. That's all you I think it's going to be. You think it's going to be springtime? Yes, it it better be, and I'm just saying that because that's around my birthday, and I want to oh. buy it as a gift to myself because I'm a loot. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> no, but seriously, man, I, I get the optimism. I I really do. Oh, I'm that wasn't Lately, optimism. I don't know that if was it's the detox that got me angry. Sure, but <laughs> I'm just like, come on, man. Like, I'm just the I just been rooting for y'all. I just want y'all <laughs> to put up one basket, please. Yeah. One, just make one shot. PlayStation over here dunking on people. Just make one shot, man. I mean, I, I keep know, saying, man. okay, it's gonna, okay, Xbox is doing this. They're gonna, they're gonna get this. They got these yeah. studios. They, 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 they're working. I'll give them that. They, they, they're working toward improving. But the Halo thing just really, it just really gets me. I don't know why. Really yeah, is. I mean, it sucks, man. Like, like I said, but the way. I'm not planning we, on really hoping. buying a Series X right now because of this. I'm going to be 100% honest. I, You know, maybe if they do the Xbox all-access thing where you can, you know, you buy it and you pay on it a little at a month. But I just, I play most of my third-party games on my um my PC, you know, and I, I just. Jeez, the devil. 
I don't know, man. Like I, all I can do is hope that they made the best decision. I mean, they had the. I mean, they had the fortitude to even do it. You know, like to even delay it after it's been. You know, people have been waiting so long. I mean, and I mean, the general internet people people seem pretty okay. You know, lukewarm about it. I want. I'm not gonna say everyone's okay about it because I'd just be telling a story, but. You know, I just, I don't know, man. Like, I hope this is, this gives them the time to fix all the, the visual issues, the, you know, whatever gameplay issues they, you know, people might have think they've seen or, you know, I don't know, man. Xbox is, uh, they're kind of on the back, uh, back heel right now, though, you know? But, um, and another thing to say about that is, man, can you imagine? I always try to, the reason why, I think you kind of take a optimistic stance here is because, all right, if you're a casual gamer such as myself, right, yeah. um, we just get these games, we want them, we play them, we're done with them, we move on to the next game. And by doing this podcast and interacting with you for several years, um, a person who's more into the background of what's happening with games and speaking from like the developer side of things I've learned that sometimes I look at things through the developers eyes I, I yeah. try to put myself in um, the developers position and with that being said um, I can only imagine the pressure because if you take a year right to fix whatever it is you need to fix yeah and then the game come out and it's still a flop like and <sighs> I, i'm going to compare this to my personal that's the life. end of 343 okay. that's the video's going to shut down <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm compare this to my personal life because i get it from an artist standpoint because i'm yeah. a graphic designer um my work is criticized and critiqued all day i sit at a desk I provide stuff for clients. They pretty much tell me to my face, it sucks. Yeah. I got to go back, do it again. Oh, I don't like this. I don't like this. It's never, it's rarely ever any positive. You, you might get like once you fi finish it, that oh, is, this is awesome. That oh, is very is true. Wow, you did such a good job. <laughs> but I take my personal experiences from my, my, my job. And I try to relate it to the developers. Like, I try to put it like, damn, if they take a year off and this sucks, that and gotta be a. Cause you thinking you putting forth the. I, it's very rare that you just like with a. I'm pretty sure with a game like Halo, they not like, um, oh, we're just gonna throw some crap together. I'm pretty sure they putting their heart and soul into this. Yeah. Like, no one's just saying, hey guys, we just gotta get something to get out there. A la Anthem. Nah, I mean, this this game really kind of, to me, would it, this is them proving that they they were the right ones to take the Halo franchise over. Because, I mean, you remember years and years ago when the news first came out that Bungie and uh, Microsoft were splitting and that, that you know, Bungie wasn't going to be working on Halo anymore. It was kind of like news of the year, man. Because back then, I think it was like 2008 or nine when that happened. Um and ever since then, people have always kind of looked at three four three. Excuse me, look like looked at three four three as as like living in Bungie's shadow. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. You true. know, which is why I guess 
you know, when I, I was, I'm so willing to give them a chance to experiment with stuff. I don't want it to be, I mean, I want it to be like Halo, but. Yeah, you don't want it to, them to just, hey, let's copy, copy the formula that Halo right. was doing. And you I know, get it. Create your own identity. Honestly, I think they should take all the time they need. I, if I were them, I would, I would wait until next fall. I would, I, honestly. Because if it hit, let's be honest, if it hit, yeah, it's going to hit. It's going to put Halo point, back in the, big, the spotlight. Risk, it's like a big risk, uh, big reward situation. Yeah. Like, people, if it hit, no one's going to care about the delays. Let's be honest. No, no. one's going to talk about the delays if this junk hits. Like, if the game come out and it's a, a freaking billion-dollar success, a freaking masterpiece, no one's going to remember the delays. No one's going to talk Let's bad about honest. it, yeah. No one's going to remember the uh, terrible... Uh, demo, you know, no, no one's gonna remember that stuff. And I, like, you know, Microsoft at this point, they can't afford to have. I mean, let's just be honest, they can't afford to have bad first party games. You know, you look at most. I'm not gonna say all because um, there are a few okay first party PlayStation games um, that people didn't don't hold in the same regard as like your Last of Us, your your God of War. Um, but let's just say. F- Pretty much all the first-party games that Sony has released in this generation have been bangers. Let's just, I mean, you know, it's the truth. Um, I mean, we were just talking about Ghosts, you know, before we really started digging into the podcast. Um, you know, I, I, they're in a position where they need to take all the care in the world and give the developers all the support they can because, you know, Call, I mean, Halo's going to be going up against Call of Duty again. You know, it's going to be just like in the old days. And imagine if this game would have came out this fall and it was terrible going up against, um, you know, whatever oh, Call of Duty is going to be. You know, <laughs> Halo would have got buried. It would have yeah, 100% yeah, got buried. Got, uh, yeah, yeah, that's definitely true. You know, and then so that would have been be the thing. end of 343. Like, I honestly think jobs are on the line. I think the studio's yeah, well-being is on the line when it comes to it. I mean, they can't afford to have a bad Halo. And they know that. You know, and it's and guys, if you don't know, like like I said, if you're a casual person such as myself and you don't know what goes on behind the scenes, that's why Super Weapon is here. Yeah. But to let you guys know, um, studios they rise and they fall into in, in the industry quickly. Yeah. You, you you could be a hit away from your studio being the shit and did you could be a failure away from just jobs are lost, studios closed, people trying to find another job. And that's why when we talk about these things, we kind of, you know. That's why we, we, that's why we try to relate everything back to the working conditions of the studio because, I mean, they were even talking about, like, how crunch may, may or may not necessarily still happen now that the game's been delayed, you know. And I think it will at some point. Um, I mean, because just like you were talking about, you know, we know the kind of culture, being artists, you know, what that kind of looks like when you're approaching a deadline yeah, and yeah. things are just kind of... Me personally, <laughs> my personal life, I know. Yeah, you're just kind of like cobbling pieces of the, you know, your project together to get it done. Um, and then you got the... I mean, with this, though, you know, especially with the with the prominence of the internet nowadays, studios don't kind of have that mystique as they used to back in the 
you know, back, you know, 10 or 15 years ago. Now yeah, everyone kind of knows. Your game. Yeah, you know who the community manager is, the creative director, the lead environment artist. Like, these people are under pressure. And if, I mean, it's just, I don't know, man. Like I said, you know, this is definitely, I, this is definitely a bad thing for Microsoft. I think it's going to hurt them in the long run. Um, but we did, they did confirm that the Series X is coming out in November. Um, and there's rumors that it's going to be November the 6th um, because of a leaked controller for the Xbox Series X S. Um, you know, <laughs> I wish Microsoft would do something about these names. Honest, uh, some of this stuff's a little hard Man, to keep they up need with. To simplify. Yeah, they. I've had talks with a few of my friends, and it's just like the branding is bruh, it's a little hard to keep up with. Y'all trying a little too hard to be different on that aspect. Just yeah. simplify that. <laughs> But um yeah man, let us know guys if you're listening to the podcast or in the chat if you if this has affected your potential buying position on a next gen console. If you're gonna get one or if you're gonna go to PlayStation or if you're gonna wait, you know, I would love to hear we would love to hear from you guys. Let us um we could talk about this all day. I'm telling you, like Halo is it's just a it's an important part of me and DC's past as gamers. Um if you guys have known us. It pretty um, much broke me into, I think that's where I literally started to call myself a gamer. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. At that point of playing the first Halo. Like, I've I'd never been heavily invested. Well, at the time, I wasn't that invested in, in gaming to the point to where, you know, it was just like I'll play and whatever. But Halo, I think Halo just took me to the next level. That's when I really started to want to know more about gaming, right. period. So, yeah, Halo is an important part of my gaming history. May not be yours. Y'all might have, like, a different game or something that brought you in, but Halo was the game for me. Yeah, man. It's just, we, they, we're we definitely going to be following this one as more news comes out. Um, it's <laughs> Next Gen is, is definitely shaping up this thing. Uh, very, very interesting. We'll see, guys. Um, but we're going to keep this gravy train rolling, man. Um, CD Projekt Red released their second episode of Cyberpunk 2077's uh, Night City Wire, which is like kind of like their digital presentation for talking about the game, talking about Cyberpunk, uh, things we can expect. Um, and I, I got one question, DC. Which, which life path are you leaning towards, man? So what did we got? We got Street Kid. We got Street Kid, Corfo, and Nomad. Yes, those are the three. Who I'm basically who I'm gonna play first because I'm gonna play all of them. Absolutely. Who are you? Um, who are you gravitating towards first? Uh, I really thought about this last night too, reviewing my notes, and I still was confused because they all look uh, very <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Um. I deal with corporate stuff in my real life, so that was going to be my last pick. But it was between Street Kid. I would, I yeah. would say Nomad. I would nomad. Say nomad. I, you know, I because really he's like about family. <laughs> I like how Diesel different mad. each beginning. So for those of you who don't know or didn't watch the event, uh, Cyberpunk is going to have three different origin stories you can choose from in the beginning. Nomad is the one where you're kind of like a desert roaming clan. Um, you start on the outside of Nice City and have to work your way in. Street Kid is essentially 
you know, think like Blade Runner. You're, you know, this kid grew up on the, the streets of Night City. You know, you're kind of in the slums and stuff. And Corpo is, you're in the nicer you're part corporate of corporate hat. Yeah, you're you're pretty much a corporate uh, <laughs> blue collar uh, working guy. Um, but what really stood out to me because I've played, you know, this kind of reminded me of uh, Mass Effect, where in the beginning of you know, when you're playing, you had to choose, like, your origin story, but it looks like they took this to the next level. Because um, even with just, like, the gameplay, the beginnings, the three beginnings look so different um, from each other. Um, I mean, this, <laughs> you know, I already knew this game was going to be big, man, but I, I think we're severely underestimating how much time and detail they've put into um, Cyberpunk, man. Um, it's definitely, like, I'm definitely more and more hyped about this game. I think I'm gonna choose the uh, corpo myself because I think it's gonna be the one of the least picked paths, and it just it looks kind of interesting. The corporate espionage and stuff, kind of like what you were talking about, looks pretty interesting to me. Um, right. But I man, I, I don't know, man. This this looks because uh, it it seems like three. Honestly, this is crazy because it seems like it seems like it's giving you three like DLCs in one game. Like there, it looked yeah. like, now I could be wrong cause they didn't, they really didn't get into too much of like, are, is it going to like, y'all going to cross paths? These stories are going to intertwine or they didn't give us too much, but from what it looked like, uh, I saw yesterday watching the video, was it's three different stories and if that's the case it's like okay i'm playing this game three different times like <laughs> yeah. it's almost like three di three dlcs in one game which is content wise and bang for your buck because i don't think this game is going to be like heavily focused on a multiplayer so no there's no multiplayer yeah. that. not yet not yet yeah they want to they want to uh uh, they they giving people content, man. Especially if these games are gonna go up to like seventy dollars. I don't think this game will. No, I but they giving you content. Project CD Red is one of the game uh studios that takes pride in single player story driven games, and they're giving you content, man. I, yeah. I'm I'm uh a little just shocked and weary of it all because I'm thinking of my real life and when I'm gonna have <laughs> time to play all. Clear your schedule, folks. I know, oh my god. Yeah, I know you with streaming. It's gonna be like a big stream game, but you go, you gotta be streaming this game forever. Like, yeah, so. I, you know, I I thought it was pretty cool. Um, because they were talking to how depending on the origin that you pick that each each person has like different you'll have end up having like different dialogue options and different like things in the story are gonna happen based off of just you know that potential background and i i love like stuff that's kind of threaded through games like that it'd be like you know this what probably to you wasn't an important decision ends up having like some major impact on the story later on because it just like you were saying it promotes um it promotes you to replay the game and you know, I'm I'm for me personally, I'm getting a lot of Mass Effect vibes coming from this game and, and not in not in the comparison, but just how excited I am to play it. Um this this might be the game of the year for me. I don't know, man. We'll see. Um But they also showed off uh some of the weaponry in the game and my god. 
Oh my Jesus, word. Man. <laughs> you know, there you, are some creative geniuses over there. Yeah, man, they, there's like that, different man. weapon foundries. Uh one of my favorites was the uh the smart weapons where the bullets kind of like bend around the corner. Like I don't know if you saw that shotgun, that eight barrel shotgun. That he shot up in the air and all the bullets kind of yes, like rained down. Like man, I saw it and I, it, it, I cried a little inside. So it was a little piece of me that got lost in the sauce. I, I lost it. Man. I was like, what? And you got to. And then when they rolled past and like I saw the hookers beating up a John in the alley. That was that guy. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know why they got. They, I was like, they whooping his ass. Oh, yeah, he's man. getting paid. Yeah, just yeah, yeah, Jonathan, just like that. You can choose your own story, and I believe they did say it was gonna have multiple endings. But um, that's definitely something I'm man. I can't wait for that game. November is gonna be a busy month, which is why I've kind of after I beat Ghost of Tsushima, I kind of wanted to take a break from open world games because um, I've actually played quite a few of them this year, and I'm a little burnt out, and I kind of want to just you know recharge the old batteries for. Um, Cyberpunk when it comes out. Um, so I just if you guys are at all interested, clear your schedules because the game is gonna be amazing. Um well, something else that they did too that I thought was really cool was the um what did you think about the band segment? Like the music? Um this when they when they showed the it recording. Fits the tone of the game. It, it it got me interested in because I'm a lover of um all genres of music and yeah. it it was good for what it was, like you know, I'm not up on the hard edge, you know, rock type vibes. But like I said, I love yeah. all music. As long as it sounds good and it did and it fit the um it fits the tone of the game. Like that's all it really has to do. It doesn't matter yeah. what music to me, it doesn't matter what music you use, long as it long as it fits in the game. Like yeah. for example, it would be bad if they had that music in Ghost of Shusima, like hardcore rock, <laughs> yeah. I, I think yeah, it's like, really cool, man. Yeah, I, I it's but I always love other that. kind of music they're gonna have, like yeah, that's true. Future. See that rock rock genre, like that kind of music. Mm. Um, to me, honestly, it's easier to predict and kind of mesh that in to future um, aesthetics, like. You know, because the, the game's kind of futuristic in the future setting yeah. and all that. But because I, I try to think of like other genres of music being put into a futuristic setting. You know what I'm saying? I think you're going to have a lot of your like uh, your synth music, you know, because I mean, because you're going to be driving in the game. So it's got to have radio stations, right? That's a that's a good point that I didn't even think about. Um I mean, I, I I feel like I want to say I read something about them speaking about the music in the game, um, but I I mean I would hope that there there are going to be like different kind of different genres of music. Um, I would love to know if they you know tapped into you know the hip hop industry or anything like you know tapped into any artists that'd yeah, be cool. Yeah, and then I'm thinking like how would that sound though? Like a futuristic hip hop track, you know what I'm saying? That would be fucking crazy. Yeah. Hopefully we get some more what info, it man. Um, it just, you know, I I love seeing behind the scenes stuff like that. Like to me, it just really shows that the care and the amount of hard work that these studios are putting into, like these triple and quadruple A studios are putting into the the projects. Um, which is why, you know, I was talking last episode. You know, there's gonna be a time where 
we're not going to get a sequel of a game for like, you know, five plus years, you know, that's half a decade in a lot of people's lives, you know, so I, I'm all for, you know, I'm, I'm glad they delayed this game, you know, hopefully it turns out, and I can't imagine this game being bad, you know, like, that's just, that's just me, like, I, I no matter what. Man, let me tell you, <laughs> with the track record that they have, yeah, I don't think so, man. It's just this is just what happens when you get all the right people in one place. It seems like they have like a dream team over there of writers, yeah. developers, creators, and they really take pride in what they do. It, it doesn't seem like everything's uh, uh, um, driven by money. Like as old and cliche as the saying is, you know. Yeah. No, you're right. Like when you take you take money and stuff out of the equation, and you just doing it uh, for the pure passion of it. It seemed like those guys over there just don't care about anything but making a very good game. They're not banking on this is a triple A title. We hey guys, we need to make money. We need to put my uh, what is it? microtransactions in this yeah um because i don't know who 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 do they have a publisher like no i think cd project red is uh independent i'm i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure they're independent um if they're independent then yeah that would make a lot of sense because they don't try to make a lot of money they don't try to make a lot of money on the back end of their games they just give you the game and it, whatever formula they have, man, it works. And um, I think a lot of other studios should maybe try to figure out their sauce and kind of pattern themselves after that because it just, hey, I'm a, I'm just going to chill on all the, the love that I'm showing CD Projekt Red <laughs> because if they fail me, I will find them. Okay? All right. No, they are 100%. Uh, they're in the, holy cow. Yeah, that makes They're sense. publishing their own games and everything. Wow, that's awesome their own publishing house too oh yeah my God. i mean definitely yeah, one of the premier one of the premier studios in the industry um i am yeah, mean like you know with that month that's gonna be busy i mean i think like nine days before that then destiny dlc is coming out and two days before that assassin's creed is coming out and i'm just completely honest with you guys i think that's a mistake i don't think assassin's creed needs to come out anywhere near this game because now Nothing needs I, to come out near this game yeah <laughs> Because now I'm not gonna play Assassin's Creed. Because <laughs> there's no way you Until can be that into it. Like you're just gonna, hey, we're gonna push this back. Um, yeah. Because that's Valhalla, right? The, yeah, Valhalla. Like, yeah. 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 Coming out oh, two days. That looks so good too. Mm-hmm. But nobody has, nobody has the time for all these games. Because <laughs> Valhalla's gonna be, that's gonna be a big chunky game. That's gonna too, be like 50, man. 60 hours, I bet at least. I'm guessing. Yeah. You know, I, th- I think this is a moment to where we can educate the listeners here. So this is something that I learned. And we're going to have my good man, Darius, the artist, break it down. Um, when we were talking about if they're independent or not, right? Uh, oh, would yes. You like to describe, like, what does that entail? Because people... They hear publisher, and I don't think they really get the gist. Oh, of that's how a good that point. Works. If you want to break that down real quick, yeah, that's a good point. So, developers and and publishers are the two major uh, forces in the game industry. So, developers are the people who actually make the game. So, 
you know, they're they're your three forty threes making Halo. They're your CD CD Project Red. The people who actually put the time into making the game. Publishers, in essence, are the ones who essentially hold all the money. So they're the ones who help you with marketing the game, with getting it developed, hiring developers, um, hiring outsourcing studios. Um, you kind of think of like EA is a big publisher. Activision Blizzard, they're a big publisher. They publish the Call of Duty games. So, you know, there's three different studios that work on the Call of Duty franchises um, that release one every year. But Activision is the one that actually publishes the game. So if you ever cut a game on and during the loading screen you see a bunch of different names, you'll see the publisher name. You ever see Activision Blizzard, they're the publishers. So think of the publishers as the ones with the money. The developers are the creative artists. That's the easiest, and that's shortest why, explanation. Yeah. yeah, and if you, I mean, it's something that you can look up, but I always thought was interesting. That's why I asked uh, Darius to break that down. and I, Because yeah. a lot of people really don't know that. So yeah, they see these things come up on their screen, and or they think certain actions are done by uh Yeah, I was going to say publishers can influence know. the decisions of develop, mm-hmm. development in games based off of what they think is you know what's good for the game and what's going to make them you know just to be 100 exactly. percent uh honest and uh, that goes that that goes along with a lot of things you see along the yeah. lines of microtransactions. you guys see a lot of so, trends a lot of things will start trending in the industry between games you'll just pay attention to like a lot of systems and stuff that'll start trending because despite what people think microtransactions make them a lot of fucking money um, if, if trust me, if it didn't, they mm-hmm. wouldn't do it. They wouldn't waste money developing <laughs> something GTA. that wouldn't make them more money. Um, ah, it's, yeah, it's good that you mentioned GTA, my friend. Um, <laughs> as we were just talking about radios on Cyberpunk, <laughs> <Segway> King. <laughs> we were just talking about radios on Cyberpunk. Um, we have another veteran rock star developer leaving the company. Oh, this is a big. This is a big blow. Yeah, this was. Uh, and I was. And the reason I wanted to bring this story up because, um, unlike myself, DC still is very active in the GTA community. Um, we have a Mister. For those of you guys who don't know, uh, Laszlo Jones. Um, he was a writer and producer on a lot of their uh, series as well as a lot of their profound content. Mm-hmm by the way. Absolutely. He was definitely a big big head honcho. Um, he was also so, one of the voice voices of the radio DJs on uh, Grand Theft Auto. So we had the co-founder leave earlier this year, Dan Hauser, and now we have Laszlo Jones, the legendary Laszlo Jones leaving. Um, how, do you, how do you feel about this, man? I mean, you, you know, you've been playing GTA for a long time. Do you feel like so, this is going to affect development for the next one or I'm starting Let me let me give you some theories yeah. here. I'm starting to think that people are leaving because of there this is just me throwing this out here. Not sure. I sure. this is not to be true. I don't know. You can I, it's just what I've been getting from my numerous trips down my internet rabbit hole. I feel like a lot of people are in a space of where they want to start development on GTA 6. And then you may have a rift with, like we just said, the publishers and stuff who are still making 
buku loads of money off of GTA 5. So I think somewhere in there, there's a rift that's starting to form um, with people kind of wanting to move on and do new things or maybe GTA 6 and they're like, you know, well, we're still making money off this, so we still need content for this. That's just a wild hot take I'm throwing out there. I don't know if that's true. It could be wrong, whatever. Very interesting. Back to Mr. Laszlo. Um, Laszlo, if you guys don't know or not up with um, the, if you if you don't know the lure of most GTAs, he was a big part of the 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 radio stations when you're in your car. Um, he had his own in-game talk show, <laughs> which fun fact in real life he had a similar show. Oh, really? Off the cuff, wild. It got canceled because he was a little too wild. Oh, I didn't know then that. They, I believe God. they put it on, um, I want to say it went on like satellite radio or something like that. But it didn't. Really? It went on satellite, uh, it went on series or something, one of those satellite stations. Yeah. But then I think it was canceled because I think one of his partners passed away from a heart attack. I could oh, be wrong. Wow, man. I, I don't remember the, the Big Wayne. I believe his name was Big Wayne. He did it with Big Wayne. Um, you guys could fill in the blanks to look it up. Um, I'm just going off the cuff here. I slightly remember this. I That's pretty cool. I research. didn't know that. Holy wow. Yeah, I should have did more research before the show, but yeah. Laszlo is a major part of GTA, yeah. whether people want to admit it or not, because not only did – one of the funniest things about GTA was his talk show on, I want to say – Liberty City, the first one they did in 3D. What was yeah, it? Yeah, that was City? GTA 3. Yeah, that was Liberty City. If you City, want some yeah. classic Laszlo banter, <laughs> right? Liberty City was probably the funniest Laszlo. Like, listen to his show on Liberty City. You could probably find it like on YouTube and stuff. He just say it's totally with making fun of what's happening in that time period. So a lot of those jokes, you know, you have presidential jokes and whatever was happening during that time. Definitely a um, color a color commentator, I believe the yeah, term yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very funny. He made fun of the far left, far right, whatever you was on, you might get offended, who knows, but it's funny. Um then we went on to the other games where he had stations, but I I think with GTA 5, it kind of missed the mark. Maybe that's why he's leaving. Maybe he didn't have as much say over his creative direction in this one. Because this Ooh, one is just like, a good point. You know, he, he, um, it, it just wasn't really noteworthy. I'm not going to say it's bad, but compared to his other radio stations on yeah. formal GTA games that were pretty freaking hilarious, uh, I think, I want to say uh, Liberty City. Uh, I think his radio station, he has some very funny commentary on there, too. But um, Laszlo is, I, I want to see, I, I, it's going to affect the radio for sure. Because I think he had a lot of creative control over. Yeah, GTA is a radio. Stuff. It's not going to be the same now, man. Like, And they're going to, to me personally, if they're going to have a talk show, they might just scrap the whole idea of having talk show radio on your radio station. Which I think is stupid. Like, yeah. honestly, fill the void. But Laszlo's going to be hard to fill, I, I think, because 
dude was just he was just naturally like goofy. Um, yeah. And it was just something because you know what's crazy? I would sit in my car on GTA and just sit there and listen to it. Like, <laughs> I think I everyone's done that at some point, it. right? Yeah, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, but the you... bigger picture here is what's really going on. Like, you had the big guy up top leave. You take this blow, and then right? Could, could this be a trend? Really <laughs> you know, like man, and all you people that are online screaming GTA Six is just another blow like this game and to be honest with you man i don't see this game coming out for a very long time i don't think gta is coming out for i give it at least long. five GTA years six. five years at the earliest i mean because what red dead 2 came out 2018 so i think they're going to go with a new ip you think so i would i would love that but i mean when's the last time they've hotter. they've launched a new ip was it I mean, bully? I think Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption. I would, I would love the same thing say, to be honest. With all the success of Five and the fact that they can carry on Five and keep it going, yeah, I think they'll do that. They'll have a, I think they'll have a small dedicated team to work on Five and keep that content rolling. And I think they would create a whole new IP. This is. This is more or less me wishing. This is not me knowing. I would really like to see them create something new. What would you what what kind of game would you like to see Rockstar do? If if you had you know, it doesn't even, you don't even have to give like a story, just a a location type of genre. What would you love to see Rockstar do? I would like to see Rockstar do something totally off the cuff and not them. Because all their games, like, you got Bully, which was city setting, school setting. Um, GTA, uh, same thing. Yeah. In the city, school setting. Uh, manhunt, in the city, setting. Um, Very if they made urban, a manhunt city right setting, now would yeah. be, if they made a manhunt in the woods, I think that would be. Oh, man, hit. imagine a manhunt, too. I forgot they made manhunt. in man the woods hunt. and in the mountains. And as vulgar and uh, outlandish as it want to be, and just be controversial. I mean, that's what yeah. Rockstar is known for, making controversial games. So, uh, But that's not a new IP, but that's something I would like to see. Like a manhunt in the woods and the mountains would be I cannot believe I forgot that they made that. That's, wow. Yeah, they made manhunt. Uh, it's a few other games that they made. I can't remember because they wasn't really that yeah. amazing. But they were all kind of cityscape-ish. I would like to see something... Especially after seeing like the Nomads and Cyberpunk, I would like to see something uh, not in an urban setting. It can be anywhere, just not like in yeah. a city. You can be in a desert. You can be in the woods. Something um, so something just completely outside of their normal. Um, I want to. Yeah, yeah. I that's fair. Them. Hey, what's up, Mike? And Jonathan brings up a good point too. GTA was already ahead of its time. Imagine GTA Six. I think that. I think they've learned a lot when it comes to online multiplayer stuff. Um, and, you know, I've always kind of wanted a GTA online, but just as a game itself. Um, I would, you know, I would just imagine like a Destiny type, always online GTA. Um, I think that'd be I, cool. I think, honestly, on the next year system, I think, honestly, that's where they're going to go. Yeah. 
because it makes them so much money. They just dropped the DLC Tuesday, I want to say. And yeah, they that's did, already yeah. generating them a lot of money because everyone wants the new Corvette. They have a car in the game. It's not called a Corvette, obviously, but it's right. modeled after the new Corvette. It's the oh, I can't think okay. of the name. So everyone is everyone <laughs> wants this car. It's people who got shark cars. I know in the forums that I visit, there's people who bought shark cars just to buy multiple versions of this car for GTA car meetups. Like wow. It's a thing. Like it's a I was telling my brother the other day like GTA community is weird, it's strange and it's steadily growing. Seriously like, loyal. You spend money? Yeah. You spend real life money to buy five different cars to attend uh, imaginary car meet. Listen to that. Just to look cool in front of all your yeah, virtual just friends. Yeah, you five different cars at a car like it's crazy and I've been to a few of these car meets. It's like a secret society. It's really kind of hard to get in. <laughs> but I've had yeah. the privilege of um, partaking in a few. And they're very organized, man. Like, they're not playing around. Like, I've been in one where they have uh, bodyguards. Like, you're not even allowed to have, like, guns on you. Like, it's crazy. And they have a wow. security detail. I kid you not. There's dudes, like, in black trucks, like, on rooftops with snipers, <laughs> like, Holy you know, cow. if you even flash a gun, you can they're die. Not, they're you get, not you get booted playing. from the server. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, it's a whole underground scene. They have a racing scene. They reenacted race wars from um, uh, Fast and Furious. Like, you go out to the desert. <laughs> and out in the desert when they're drag racing. Yeah, oh, my it's God. it's crazy, man. They do, like, now there's a big reenactment of movie scenes. And a lot <laughs> of it comes from uh, Fast and the Furious. Oh like they wow! They jumped over the train tracks and they crashed. Like it, it's <laughs> GTA is just a game that's going to keep producing I, wow. content for itself. Yeah, it's. I crazy, mean, hey man, you know? it's a reason why it's launching on next gen consoles next year. Um, you know, I I would love to see them if we if they stick with GTA. I hope I want to see them do like an international city. I mean, we've gotten all the big. US people cities, keep saying that, like have you know? multiple multiple uh, destinations for people to go. Yeah, like that would be awesome. Like imagine like a GTA set in London, or I, you know, I, I can't even really say Japan because you got the Yakuza games for that. I don't think they would do that. They could go, Maybe like a one in Mexico. I don't know. Like they could do like a Germany or somewhere. Yeah, but, you know, something see, different. See, the problem with games like that, I'm going to tell you the problem with games like that because they tried that with um I want to say Driver. Um mm. when you pick these locations, you have to be very and, and Sleeping Dogs. The problem with that was the way the streets are designed, it isn't very fun to play that type of game. Cuz yeah. you have small narrow streets. And think of like GTA. You have to do a lot of stuff in cars. It I mean, makes they for a really bad. They did it with New York, experience. though. New York is is a crowded city. I think, I think no, if anybody could pull really it off, the crowdedness is the actual. Design just like the design of the, of the city. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because they every game they try that with, they went somewhere where they had the streets like very narrow. Um, the games were people who pretty much complained about that, which was weird. Or like I don't know. Maybe maybe they could just 
I don't know, change the scale of the game, you know, since you're in a different part of the world. No, I get that. That would you be know, cool. Like I said, like a, a slower paced GTA in that regard, maybe. I don't know. And you start off rich. I would love to have a GTA where you and you where know, you're, you're not slumming it. it. <laughs> in the well, GTA Five, Michael was somewhat, you know, he was rich after all his well off yeah. activities. Yeah, yeah, true. But I would love to see a character like just one character, and he he runs a you know a fortune 500 ceo company but then he gets mixed up in this and that and i think that's what that would actually be interesting the, yeah the corpo uh and the corpo seems like you just like i honestly do. i think it's gonna be an interesting storyline i do that's why i want to pick it man because i think everyone's gonna do street kid or nomad so oh you always gotta be the one okay well yeah you know what that'll make for content because you yeah. do that one then i'll do nomad and we'll have era do um the street kid yeah that actually yeah, might can, be about we can have a talk bad. about it yeah actually yeah. that's a good idea well put it in the docket write it down <laughs> yeah man so you know a lot of changes a lot of news in the industry guys um and we'll see we're gonna definitely keep our eyes on these stories um um these are definitely some big ones and there's some other ones that'll probably get moved the next week that i wanted to talk about namely the uh, with Microsoft, Apple, and Google. Oh, right we didn't. I even mean, Epic. Excuse that. me. Epic and well, more Apple news and Google. is going to come out on that. Yeah. So. So I think it's good to push it back to next week. Yeah. There's been a lot of more news is going to come. That's out a whole nother that. like probably like thirty minute conversation, but. That's that's a hot <laughs> hell. That might be a pod. Why yeah. You playing? That that's might a, be a whole that's a episode. pretty big big deal. I think it's going to change. A lot that's going to affect the, the landscape of gaming. Yes. It is. Yeah. It will. And we need to be there, like April O'Neil, with, <laughs> with the cameras ready to go, right? Rolling, <laughs> right. All right, guys. I think it's gonna be a good place to stop the uh, podcast, man. Twenty-five episodes deep, man. Can't believe we made it this far. Thank you guys for supporting us. Um, like I say, guys, we are back on our Saturdays. It's always gonna be Saturday, twelve p.m. Eastern, until it's not. <laughs> Um, but we're, we're definitely going to keep our upload, try to keep our upload schedule the same as well. Wednesdays will be the audio version for new episodes. Um, and I just wanted to say, man, once again, thank you guys for always being here, being awesome, being yourselves. Uh, thank you to my co-host DC, always being flexible. Um, even when our lives seem to, you know, be in disarray sometimes, you know, it miss, it, we, we, we make it work. Yeah, man. I just wanted to say, man, I appreciate you, man. Uh, couldn't do this podcast. Hey, podcast would not be the same without him. The passion, um, man. The passion, man. I absolutely. Gotta make it work, man. <laughs> absolutely, man. Um, all right. So you guys can find your boy Darius um, on. I'm mainly on Twitch five days a week on twitch.tv slash Darius the Artist. Find me on Twitter at Darius on Twitch and Instagram Darius the Artist. Um, and shout out to Mike as well because I forgot to put the actual Discord link to the community Discord in the description the audio version um and i'll make sure to take care of that this week um but thank you once again guys dc where can the good people find you hey you know i gotta give my shout outs real quick before they find yes, me yes. anywhere yes, well we, we just keep it short guys there's no long list today because i don't know how many people i like today sorry the detox is making me crazy <laughs> But no, um, like I, I was talking to Darius earlier, I said I wanted to give a shout out to the EMT folks, all the folks out there getting busy in the EMT world. I have a few friends I personally know who are out there in the midst of this corona pandemic, you know, 
um, putting their lives on the line, man. And I think, you know what? Hey, world, pay them more. That's all I'm going to say about that. I'm not going to go into that spill. But shout out to the EMTs. Hey, and also shout out to the PC Master Race Commando recruiter who keeps calling me <laughs> and trying to bring me on over to the PC side. Hey, I'm not quite ready to give up my gaming consoles yet, sir. But PC, you know, I stuck my toe in there and I... I kind of like how warm the water is over there, you know. But hey, quit calling me, Mr. PC Master Race Recruiter Guy. All right. And I want to give a special shout out to my brother who's probably listening. Um, he goaded out his first gun in Call of Duty yesterday. I was pretty what? excited about that. Be and he also got his first chopper gunner. Uh, what? Uh, oh, you know, man. my brother is <laughs> not a gamer at all, so this is a big thing in his world. Oh, man. Shout out to DC. <laughs> my brother, brother man. doesn't play games at all. He, he actually started off Call of Duty and was pretty horrible. Um, but. It was due to a lot of things, his setup, because he was playing on, like, a 90-inch TV. Um, yeah, he had a lot of stuff going, and we we set him up with a small TV uh, to kill some of the input lag. And Teaching him the better. ways, man. Teaching him the way. Yeah, he's doing better, and we took him in the war zone. I think, actually, our first war zone attempt, we actually won. <laughs> I don't know how, <laughs> but uh, it was cool. So, shout out to my brother, man. You know, I never thought he would play video games, but quarantine got us all doing strange things out here, man. So, everybody just be safe. Do what you love with who you love and spread love. And you can find me at 1LDC on my Twitter and Instagram. Also, follow my man Cool Cat, man. Cool Cat is um, Sort of like my GTA persona, and he's finally created an Instagram. I know a lot of you followed him because I saw you. Ooh. And uh, <laughs> also, one last thing, we're finally getting this Discord popping. I believe we have uh, um we have a channel for the pod yes. on the Discord. So my thing is, I'm gonna try to just like with the rest of my social medias, I try to leave everything on because I like to talk to people. Um. If you write me and I don't immediately write you back, nine times out of ten is because I am at work or doing something work-related. But I want to start keeping all my socials up so you guys can reach out to me, and I'm going to add the Discord to that list. So if you want to talk or have any questions or any ideas or anything, hit the Discord and hit the Super Weapon Podcast section. And that's all I have to say about that, guys. Stay up. Be blessed. Love your loved ones, and that's about it. All right, thank you, guys. That's going to be in the audio version. If you guys are here in chat, stick around. We're going to play some games, man. Thank you, and see ya. Peace. Peace.